escuchas ese rugido, sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Escuchas ese rugido, sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Hello, good afternoon. Welcome to Join News Today. We're coming to you live from our studios in Kokomlini. We're on DTTV because we're free to air. On DSTV channel 421 and GoTV channel 125, we are your home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Coming up this afternoon, striking jurors promised a call of action after meeting the Chief Justice in Kumas. The details of that meeting shortly. Also, National Media Commission flags programs of 13 TV stations following complaints about pornographic content, occultic practices, and money doubling. We'll hear the reaction of the Ghana Independent Broadcasters Associations in the wake of the NMC sanctions. An Occupy Ghana and the Media Coalition Against Illegal Mining mounts pressure on government to pass a law that prohibits licensing of mining firms when engaged in mineral prospecting and for its reserves, more as the coalition vows not to rest until this is done. Plus, former President John Dramani Mahama begins a two-day tour of the Bonwahafo region. We are live in that region with all the updates. We have all of these for you, plus business, sports, world news, and showbiz coming up. My name is Aisha Ibrahim. We're also live on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and X via Joy News on TV. My personal handle is Abdenana Aisha. Please stay for details. Members of the Mines and Energy Committee of Parliament are in a crunch meeting with management of Electrochem Ghana Limited, a salt mining firm operating in Songo Lagoon in the Adan West District of the Greater Accra region. The committee is on a working visit to the company 12 days after residents of Toflopo clashed with some staff of Electrochem Ghana Limited that allegedly led to the death of a 47-year-old Colette Womeno. The clash which happened on November November 6 allegedly led to the death of this man. Twelve days now, the Ghana Police Service is yet to make a public statement on the matter. Let's take you live to the electric premises where my colleague Carlos Coloni is pitching camp and monitoring this meeting uh, for us. Carlos, uh, what can you tell us about this meeting? Hello, Carlos. Paloni is the one uh, monitoring this for us. Once we get him, we'll be bringing you more on this meeting. Carlos, if you can hear me, tell me more about this meeting. ...of the Greater Accra region, where uh, management of the Electrochem Company is... All right, Aisha, I can say for a fact that we are currently at the Electrochem uh, Ghana Limited here in the Adan West District, where the... Uh, Parliamentary uh, Select Committee on Mines and Energy is currently having a crunch meeting uh, in the building you see in your short with uh, the management of Electrochem. I mean, the committee is being led by 
its chair attached here. Uh, we also saw Jinapur here, uh, as well as the Lassoa. Many of them are in that building, as you see, and they are having that meeting as we speak. If you recall, about 12 days ago, uh, the staff of Electrochem actually clashed with some resident of Tofloko, uh, which allegedly led to the death of one 47-year-old Kolete uh, and so the committee is here uh, on a working visit to understand exactly what actually happened uh, to that uh, particular young man. And we are understanding also is that uh, after this meeting, the committee will be visiting the site, uh, as you can see there in your shot, and they are likely to also go into the community to engage with the community. But uh, we need to put on record that 12 days into this particular incident, the Ghana Police Service is yet to issue a statement on this matter, even though uh, residents have given government 14 days to actually find the killers of quality women. So Aisha, that is the update from Electrochem Ghana Limited here in the Adanwas district where the uh, Select Committee on Mines and Energy is actually in a crunch meeting with management of Electrochem Ghana Limited. Aisha. Read for us. Definitely there is more we'll be bringing your way in our subsequent bulletins uh, once this meeting is over. But let's get to the Ashanti region because striking jurors in the Ashanti region have committed to call over their strike and return to court after meeting the Chief Justice on their concerns. At the end of the meeting, Chief Justice Gertrude Tokono promised to follow up on the arrears, all them on condition they return to work. Foreman of the Juror Association says they will resume work on Monday. Nanabuachi Adam was in the Court of Appeal complex in Kumasi, where the meeting took place and has filed this report. Near two weeks of strike by the Juro Association of the Ashanti region to demand some 10 months unpaid arrears owed them by government. Today, in a fruitful meeting with Chief Justice Gertrude Tukono, the Chief Justice says the arrears owed the jurors must be paid. She criticized the fact that these arrears are not paid, but promised to follow up. We agreed on systematic uh, models moving forward, ensuring that um, weaknesses in the system, such as double empaneling, um, too few jurors, all of that is removed very quickly. And we agreed on following on their um, allowances uh, to make sure that it's paid early. But I think also critical for us, for us to remember is that most of them are public servants and so they're being paid their salaries so in the interest of mother ghana allowances should not lead to strike which means that at the end of this meeting the jurors will be calling off their strike is that they promised me they'll do so and i know they will which is so, as soon as possible they have promised and i know they'll keep to their promise <laughs> Foreman of the Juro Association of the Ashanti Region, Albert Aka, says they would be returning to court on Monday. He says they are officially calling off their strike. Uh, we, she has asked us to return to court on Monday, and uh, we have agreed to return to court. And uh, as uh, she promised, she said she's going to make sure that our allowance are paid in time. So on Monday, yes, why not? She's her mother. This is what that we, we were expecting long ago. And uh, uh, she has been in Kumasi with us. And uh, she has even shown that she actually, actually respects jurors in Kumasi. So that alone, we are grateful. We are grateful for her. So on Monday, we are, we are coming. I will talk to my people on the platform, those who came and those who couldn't come, that on Monday, we are, we are coming to court to perform our duties, uh, our duties that uh, the state has assigned uh, us to perform on Monday after meeting Chief Justice. We have resolved everything. So Monday we are coming to court. After this fruitful meeting with the Chief Justice, her ladyship Gertrude Tukono, the jurors are expecting their 10 months arrears. For Joy News, my name is Nana Bwachi Dankwe Yadom, the Appeal Court Complex, Kumase. 
Back here in Accra, the National Media Commission has flagged programs of 13 TV stations after receiving more than 318 complaints. The NMC and the National Communications Authority in a joint monitoring report for the month of October described the situation as staggering. The complainants reported some of the TV stations were showing pornography, occultic practices and money-doubling content. President of the Ghana Independent Broadcasters Association, Geba, Cecil Sunkwa Mills, has been reacting to the development. I'll be bringing you that shortly. But first, let's see the statement that was issued by the National Media Commission detailing the TV stations that are involved. It includes Asumafu TV, uh, Adrimpa TV, Eagle TV, uh, Energy TV, Diamond TV, Asundre TV, Advice TV, Big TV, Passion TV, Kabum, Seekers, and Elephant TV. Uh, they are the TV stations that are involved in this that have been flagged. And it says, as part of our collaboration to improve the quality of broadcasting in Ghana, the NMC and NCA has launched a joint project to identify and address deficits in the broadcast content. And using community standards approach, the project democratizes the involvement of citizens by highlighting their voice in regulatory interventions. And uh, it goes on to say, our half month report shows the public had concerns about 318 incidents. The rest of the complaints related to fake loan schemes, people seeking to use fraudulent means to extract money from others. Cecil Sunkwa is president of Geba. He's been speaking to me on Join News Desk. Listen. This is the uh, new direction that uh, we are heading. And I think um, we're part of the launch and um, we are seeing that something is coming out of it. Um, it's good to see that there is some action um, of identifying actually these in, in infractions. Um, what we have done on our side, well, the release came yesterday. We have reached out to the NMC because uh, one of the things that we, we indicated during the launch was we wanted to see exactly uh, the steps of action that will be taken and the process and uh, also the parties who are involved in executing this process so that it is fair and very transparent and impactful. Um, so we're waiting for the NMC to clarify the steps for dealing with these um, stations uh, based on the offenses and then uh, how we will be part and make sure that we and the GJA are also involved in making sure that uh, this is done fairly. Well, I mean, we've always known that um, the part of the laws and some of the regulations are, are a bit outdated and it does not give them uh, uh, the, the opportunity to deal with it. They have said that there still are laws in the country that they can use to manage this situation. Um, so that is why we want to sit down and look at how this is done. We have proposed that we actually uh, um, bring on board a new law, which was the broadcasting law through the broadcasting bill, which would have encompassed this, um, giving a united front between the NCA and the NNC in terms of what should happen when such things uh, do occur. It hasn't happened. Uh, we have asked for it a number of times in our speeches and uh, whenever there was the possibility, it hasn't happened. So in the interim, that is why we said, okay, if now you're going to identify these infractions, um, let's sit down the table and tell us exactly how you chart this path. Uh, we have code of ethics, but ethics is ethics. Okay, it may not be law, it may not, it may, may not necessarily run into certain aspects they want, but let's see what we can create around the table. So once they brought us on board, including GGA and Primpak, let's discuss and see what will happen. Cecil Sonkwa Mills is the president of GIBA. Let's send our attention to illegal mining because Occupy Ghana and the Media Coalition Against Illegal Mining have called on the government as a matter of urgency to enact an a law that forbids the Minerals Commission from granting any mining or drilling permit, license or lease or any other associated activity in all forest reserves and significant biodiversity areas. It follows the Minerals Commission's denial of a license required by a mining company to mine in the Kakum National Park. 
and that joint statement we'll be sharing with you shortly. It reads, Occupy Ghana and Media Coalition Against Galamse were considerably concerned at the news that some mining rights had been granted or recognized over the Kakum Forest. We have noted the Minerals Commission's un- undated letter, which says, indeed, they had received such an application, but has rejected it. Now, the press release did not say whether the application was for a reconnaissance or prospecting license or mining lease or whether this high street company had acquired other permits from either Forestry Commission, EPA. The Minerals Commission's rejection of the application assurance that no mineral rights shall be considered in the Kakum National Park gives us little or no comfort because mining operations have taken place in Ghana and in our forest reserves behind the Minerals Commission by persons who claim to have obtained other permits from the Forestry Commission or and EPA. Well, Ken Ashigbe, who is convener of the coalition against illegal mining, says they will not rest until push parliament to pass that law. He spoke on Joy News Desk. The first thing that needs to happen, and um, after this, apart from this press release, we are you know, pre- preparing memos to Parliament, asking them to revoke this regulation. Not only that, but they also should revoke uh, the EI-144, uh, the cessation of forest uh, reserve instruments also that was passed. That needs to be revoked. And then after we revoke that, we now need to put in place a law. At least if the law is there, if the, we don't implement it like the way we've not been implementing a lot of our laws and our policies, it then can give opportunity for you and I, as citizens of this country, to go to court. If- Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. We see them uh, continuing to do that. So it's, it's not, I agree with you, it's not enough just to get a law passed, but it's a necessity that we need to get. And then we need to get everybody worried about the current state of affairs. The next steps would be after this uh, press release that we've had you help us uh, and I'm sure the president and the speaker of parliament would all hear of this. We're going to be writing memos to parliament. And because of the EIS, well, I'm pretty sure we also will be getting uh, to the president. If that does not yield any results, the plan as, 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 at this stage is to see how we can mobilize all Ghanaians. And we're thinking of doing it in two folds. You know, so we're planning in, in, my, my, in my thoughts and that what I've shared with my colleagues. We'll do a prayer protest. So it's a prayer in one form, but it's also a protest that we carry our placards, have petitions that we, we take to, to government, asking them for this revocation. So we will definitely be getting in touch with the Catholic Bishops Conference, the uh, Christian Council, the Pentecostal Council, the Office of the Chief Imam, so that on, on a particular day we can mobilize all Ghanaians and let the politicians, let Parliament, let the executive know that we are actually against this. You know, and really let them know that this is something that we would not, you know, countenance. Ken Ashigbe is the convener of the uh, coalition, media coalition against illegal mining. Still on mining activities, uh, they're expected to take off within the Nyenehin Forest Reserve in 2024, pending cabinet approval of a mining lease and parliamentary ratification. Mineral resource estimates conducted by Rockshore, a private entity that will partner GearDeck to mine for bauxite in the Forest Reserve, estimates that the Nyenehin Forest Reserve is endowed with some 375 million tons of bauxite in three hills alone. Presenting the report to President Ekufuado at the Jubilee House, Deputy Minister in charge of mine, Emery Kuduka, said they did a good job. The initial plan to mine in the Nyinahin Forest Reserve became controversial the very first day the idea was mooted. The justification has been that it will accelerate Ghana's quest to build a viable integrated aluminium and steel industry. However, the pushback has been massive. Members of the Nyinahin community, civil society groups, 
and environmentalists have spoken strongly against the idea. Traditional authority within the tunnel of Fane Enclave in 2020 in a statement accused Giadek of not being transparent as far as plans to mine bauxite in the area were concerned. But it appears government is having its way. The Hinehini range has 10 hills. This one to the MOU, Mr. President, Rockshaw was assigned three hills. That is hills four, five, and six to undertake mineral resource estimate in these areas. The purpose of the MRE was to assess the quantity and quality of bauxite resources available at these sites in accordance with international principles and standards. Mr. President, I am this afternoon, on behalf of my minister, happy to report that the MRE has been completed and now we know the quality and quantity of bauxite in these areas. And we are by this report happy also to indicate to you that GIADEC has collaborated well with Rockshaw and these two teams or institutions have the highlights of this report and they will be presented soon to you, Mr. President. Suffice to say that the completion of the MRE paves way for us to move into the mining stage of the operation and present a promising opportunity for building an integrated aluminium industry here in our country. CEO of GIADEC, Michael Ansan, said the quantity of bauxite identified in the Nyanahin forest and range meets international standard and gives his outfit the confidence to approach financial institutions to help fund some projects. Meanwhile, the Ghana Integrated Aluminium Corporation has disclosed the feasibility of mining about half a million tons of bauxite from hills 1 to 6 of the Nyanehin range in the Ashanti region. It follows a successful completion of the mineral resource estimate underscoring major progress in constructing a bauxite mine with a refinery solution. During a visit to the Asante Hene CEO of the corporation, Michael Ensign, indicated the environment and social impact analysis has been done to ensure responsible mining. Clinton Yabua has more. In executing Project 2 under the Integrated Aluminium Industry, the Ghana Integrated Aluminium Corporation announced a significant surge in the estimated quantity of bauxite resources in the Nyinehin area in the Ashanti region. This was reviewed in the steps towards the realization of Ghana's national objective to add value to bauxite mining. CEO of Ghana Integrated Aluminium Corporation, Michael Ansa, announced a minimum of 375 million tons in the hills 4, 5 and 6 of the Nyinehin range. This is um, the mineral resource estimation for a significant part of the Nyinehin bauxite resources. And Rockshaw and Giadek have been working together on the processes around how we begin to exploit the resources, develop an integrated plan, uh, including mining and a refinery solution. Following all of this work, we've been able to establish uh, bauxite reserves in the order of some 370, 75 million tons uh, in the hills 4, 5 and 6 of Nyinehin uh, range. You recall that earlier on, uh, Giadek had carried out a verification of the first three hills in Nyinehin, hills 1, 2, 3. Uh, that came to 116 million metric tons. So together we are looking at uh, some half a million tons of bauxite from hills 1 to hill 6 that have been qualified in line with international standards. Uh, and these international standards are a very important thing that in, uh, this has been, uh, MRE has been done in terms of uh, the JOC standard. And therefore that makes it a bankable. 
Flag bearer of the National Democratic Congress, John Romani Mahama, has commenced a two-day tour of the Bono region dubbed Building Ghana Tour. The exercise will focus on meeting the electorate while announcing his bid to regain power as president in the 2024 elections. Party supporters this morning welcomed him to the region. Nanaya Ojima was at the Sunyai airport for the arrival and has filed this report. minutes ago, the flag bearer of the National Democratic Congress, John Mahama, arrived here at the Sunyani airport. Behind me are some of the party supporters who came to meet him and welcome him here at the Sunyani airport. As you can hear, they're excited about his arrival and they believe that the NDC will return back to power to save Ghana. Let me have an engagement with some of them. Let's listen to them and why they, they love the NDC so much. Ma, um, Akwaba, what they are saying is that they are expecting John Mahama to return to power to save Ghana. So the convoy is moving and will be with him to give us updates on what's happening. Nana Ojima, who is on the campaign tour, he joins us with more. Nana, what, where currently is the former president and what has he been saying? So from the Sunyani airport, the former president or the flag bearer of the National Democratic Congress, John Mahama, moved straight to Wenti. Presently, he is staying a KCC call on the Wenti traditional authority. Um, moments ago, we had the chairman of the NDC, Johnson is stating that they are putting the mission before the Wenti traditional authority. And what he is saying is that the John Mahama campaign or the tour that John Mahama is having here in the Bunu region is to outdoor himself to the people of Wenti, let them know that he is trying to see the comeback in Ghana's politics. And the mission for, or the reason for this comeback is to help save the country, as he said. Um, uh, from, from from here, the Wenti traditional authority or the meeting, he will be meeting some um, the Muslim community within Wenti at the Wenti Central Mosque. From there, he will move straight into a town hall meeting with the people of Wenti, where he will be taking the concerns of the people. And these concerns are to be, are to be set into the NDC uh, manifesto which they will absorb next year for the campaign period. So um, presently, that is what um, John Mahama is up to here in Wenting. Nanao Jima with that uh, update from the Bono region where the former president John Mahama is currently touring. We'll be bringing you more on this tour in our subsequent bulletins. Let's head to Parliament where MP for Lada Dekotopon Rita Na Odole Sowa says she and her constituents do not trust the government over its latest promise on the demolished la- General Hospital Finance Minister Ken Furiata announced in the 2024 budget that a contractor working on the project will be paid to mobilize the site by next week. The MP says she does not believe this promise will be met after several failed assurances. My colleague, uh, parliamentary correspondent Kwekwa Sante, has joined me with more Kwekwa. She's been providing an update on the struggles of her constituents to access health care. Hello, Kweku. Kweku, kindly unmute for me. Dennis, according to Rita now, Odoli Suwa, the, the struggle of the constituents are real that, in fact, there are so many members of the community who do not have access to health care and that over the past few months, they have made a, a makeshift hospital structure um, within the Nadarikotopon community to try and serve the needs of community members. And because the community is so large, so many of them would have to rely on private facilities, which is much more expensive than they can mobilize and pay for. And so it is an expectation and a hope that despite the previous failed promises that government had made to the constituents, that this contractor will be paid in time. We know now that the, 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 the cost of the project has been revised from 50 to from 68 to 50 million. And he's, she's hopeful that 
That money will be paid to the contractor. The contractor will mobilize that as soon as next week so that the facility will finish by the end of 2024, as government is promising, because she believes the demand that is coming to us, MP, so many people coming to have a hospital bills, to go to private facilities, these are all things that she can continue. Now, ultimately, if the promise is made to these community members, then the hospital will come into fruition and the people of La can get access from the once existing La General Hospital. Kuku, what else is Parliament considering? This morning, the biggest agenda has to do with the proposed indicated known that Kuku Board is seeking approval of $800 million to purchase cocoa beans from farmers. Over the last few weeks, we have been airing stories about cocoa board struggle to raise revenue to pay cocoa farmers who have had their cocoa beans sent to cocoa board outlets across the country. This $800 million is expected to go to the farmers, and some of them will also aid in cocoa board's um, administrative expenses. And so the finance and food and agri committees are expected to present their reports any moment from now. The House has not started sitting. But this report is expected to be the biggest item for today. Then there will be questions for the roads and um, trans the roads and highways minister who will also answer questions about deplorable roads across the country, stored road projects across the country, and how government is finding money to pay contractors to return inside Aisha. Koko Asante is our parliamentary affairs correspondent. Definitely there's more we'll be bringing away from parliament in our subsequent bulletins. In the Ashanti region, the Asante Hene Otumfo II has asked chiefs to prevail on the government, including members of parliament, to account for stored projects in that region. Among these are the phase two of both the Kejetia markets, the Kumase International Airport and the road project, as well as the Konfa Noche Teaching Hospital Maternity and Children's Block. Earlier this year, it was reported that contractors had abandoned the project sites over unpaid arrears owed them by the government. Addressing the Ashanti Regional House of Chiefs, that Santini said, chiefs should not sit aloof but demand answers. What are we also doing? I see a lot of chiefs going to the president for favors. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Have we done the same for the airports and our routes? Let's ask ourselves. We apologize for the breaking sound. This story will be brought to you uh, in our subsequent bulletins. We'll take a break, and when we return, there is business. Every day, people have money emergencies. Mom, I need my school fees. Emergency. Mom, I need money emergency. 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 Catch it. I'm your rent. Emergency. Now, there's a new emergency number in town. More money, more money, challenge, enjoyment. At the top life we got. Dial star 770 hash for all your money emergencies. Dial star 770 hash for money emergencies and get easy and quick access to your money, loans, and other banking needs. Echo Bank, the Pan-African Bank.
That's so true. Wow. It has a walking tortoise on it. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I can see S-I-N-T-E-X syntax. That is so true, my daughter. When it falls down, it will spoil That's not true. But why? Yay! <laughs> Syntex was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? Hello, welcome. Time to do business with me, Emma Davis. The Ghana National Chamber of Commerce and Industry says it's in talk with the Ghana Exim Bank to provide cheaper funding for Ghanaian women SMEs. According to the Chamber, it is imperative for these women to compete favorably under the African continental free trade area, just like other trading counterparts. Speaking to Joy Business at the GIZ GNCCI National Women Conference on AFTA, President of the Chamber, Dr. Clement Osea Marco, said there must be deliberate effort to support women SMEs in that regard. Trade under the African Continental Free Trade Area Agreement, GIZ, in partnership with the Ghana National Chamber of Commerce and Industry, have organized the National Women Conference on AFTA to provide them with tailor-made solutions on how to leverage on the trade pact in order to compete favorably. Dr. Clement Sayamwakun is the president of the Ghana National Chamber of Commerce and Industry. The AFTA, a flagship project of the Agenda 2063, goes beyond facilitating trade. It serves as a catalyst for uplifting our community and empowering individuals to overcome poverty through the creation of an enabling environment where they can thrive in an economic integrated continent. However, this vision to materialize we must ensure inclusivity and sustainable socioeconomic development. He tells Joy Business his chamber is in talks with Exim Bank and other stakeholders on how to provide cheaper source of funding to Ghanaian entrepreneurs apply their trade in exports. At exports is the best for every country to thrive on. Once we are doing international trade, export has more advantage than import. And so government together with us must see the essence of exporting. And so even if you have to get a cost of fund very low for them to penetrate, and I must say that here, you must look at our competitive and comparative advantage. Those that we can produce at a lower cost to be able to penetrate the market because the consumer has a perfect knowledge of the market in terms of prices. Yes, we are going to work with the government, we are going to work with other bodies together with the Ezim Bank and sit down with Ministry of Trade and other people to make sure that our women, and for that matter, the entire uh, people who want to export in Africa, have a reasonable and a very, you know, um, reduced interest rate to be able to patronize. Programs Officer, Enterprise Support and Trade and Finance at AFTA, Utoche Divine, called for the review of the country's trade laws to support women who want to compete under AFTA. There is a need for us to integrate AFCFT into our trade laws as a country to align 
with, with the AFCFTA objective. So the NCO and the one of our thematic areas captured in our national policy framework, which is trade policy. We are currently reviewing our trade laws to see that they align with the AFCFTA. In the context of women, women form a very chunk of our cross-border trade. So there's a need for us to also integrate women and youth in our trade laws. The conference brought over 100 women-led businesses together. For Joy Business, Pios Kojobaka. Sports gaming company Betpar has reiterated its commitment to supporting Ghana's sports economy. Speaking to Joy Business at a ceremony to award a check of 6 million CDs to Fuseni Siaka, the biggest winner ever on the BetPower Africa platform, country marketing manager Joseph Bedu said, BetPower Ghana will support the development of sports in the country while empowering the youth. As part of efforts to make sports gaming friendly with the interest of the customer at heart, sport betting company Bet Power has presented a check of 6 million Ghana cities to Fuseni, a young man who resides in Barikese, a town in the Ashanti region. Fuseni won the amount after placing multiple bets on the Bet Power Aviator game. Joseph Bedu is the country marketing manager for Bet Power Ghana. Yeah, I would say it's actually a very exciting moment for us. Um, it's very exciting for us because to know that this proves what we always said about bet power, that you can bet small and win big, is a really exciting moment for us, especially knowing who he is and where he came from. So I'm very excited about this. And then also on top of that, to reassure people that when you win whatever amount, bet power has the capability to actually pay you those winnings. Actually, I would even say just Ghana. I think in Africa, this is one of the biggest winnings from Aviator Game. Nobody has ever won this kind of money before. On the development of the sports economy, here is what Joseph had to say. Absolutely. I mean, as I said, it's a comprehensive betting company. So we do sports betting and we also do all these casino and virtual games. So yeah, absolutely. We are still interested still in sports. Football. Yes. Fuseni couldn't hide his joy. I never dreamt I'll win such an amount. All I want to say is that... In everything that you do, you need to have faith. You need to commit everything to it and believe that one day you will surely make it. I want to say a big thank you to my mother, to my siblings, to my friends, and also to Bet Power. I will urge everybody to patronize Bet Power. That's all for business. My name is Emma Davis. For more business news, do log on to myjoyonline.com. Up next is sports. Just stay. Yes, 12 essential vitamins that growing bodies need. So we'll grow healthy and strong. And Absolutely. Kidivite Multivitamin Tonic contains all the essential vitamins and nutrients needed for the healthy development of children from age 1 to 12 years. Also available, Kidivite Multivitamin Drops for babies under 12 months. Grow strong, grow healthy with Kidivite. Distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. The 2023 Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair is more than an exhibition. It's the gateway to your dream home. Don't miss this chance to make informed decisions about every aspect of your living space. Join us at the Accra International Conference Center from Thursday, November 23rd to Sunday, November 26th, 2023. This year, we are diving into the theme of home ownership, exploring the nuances between affordability, comfort, and luxury. We are bringing everything housing under one roof. 
just for you. See you there. The Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair is in partnership with Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank, and powered by the Plan City Extension Project from Citizen Habitats, Rent to Own, and sponsored by Elegant Homes and General Constructions Limited, where quality meets value. Global Lighting, your solution to quality lighting. Syntex Tank, Air Strong, Air Tough, Springfield Estates, where dreams are built. Virtual Security, Complete Security Solution, DBS, your roof experts. Virtual Infosec Africa, Security Solutions by Design. Alphabet City, the ABC of Home Sweet Home. St. Gobain Weber, Jiprock, Prorock, Placo, Isover, making the world a better home. Clifton Homes, beautiful homes, wise investments. The Kissington Heights, Airport City, Kumasi, by HDG Homes Limited. If you are better than the coach, then you should have been the coach. We ever knelt down to beg a coach to take Suleiman Tari to a talk? Yes. In 2010, I did it. Milo asked from, you to sign for his from, agent and you refused? Yes. Most, most at, at Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder. La emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. A point nobody wants to come and play for the Blasters. Since 2008, semi-finals, finals, semi-finals, finals. If we continue like this, I can assure you and I can bet you. Everything happened negative concerning the team. It's me. What is deeper poor? Water. With my experience, it's a no-go area. As we suppose now, on Joy News today with me, Muftar Nabilah Abdullah. In the next couple of hours, the Black Stars will come up against Madagascar in his first game for the 2026 FIFA World Cup qualifiers. Head coach of the team, Chris Hilton, has been speaking about the pressure of managing the senior national team. He says he's very much aware of what it means for Ghanaians ahead of that game against Madagascar. The, the pressure that I'm under as head coach that I'm always under is to, is to win football matches. And um, what we want to be able to do is we want to be able to win football matches with good performances, score lots of goals and concede none. This is, um, this is heaven. Um, but we can't always have that. Uh, ultimately, the most important thing is to, to make sure that we win. This is a, a, a group where we want to qualify, and the only way we can qualify is to finish this group in the best way, and the best way is to win football matches. So we are very conscious. We're very conscious of the demands of a public and what they want to see. Um, but around that one, still always the most important thing is, is getting the wins that we need. Well, Coach, um, good evening. My name is Solomon Amanka from Konya Group. 
Prior to this game, there were a series of reports that the executive council of the Ghana Football Association had wanted to sack you if you don't win these games. Coming into the game, are you under pressure to win these games? No, no, I have no problem with this um, question. Um, my responsibilities are always is to get the correct results I need for this team, for the association, for the country and for our supporters. It's the same in every game. The first game, the second game, the third game, nothing changes. Our responsibility as coaches is to get good results. That's all. That's your sports for now. We do have more sports stories on myjoyonline.com. We appreciate your time. Time checkout was making headlines elsewhere. The Israel Defense Forces says it has recovered the body of 19-year-old Israeli Corporal Noah Masiano from a structure adjacent to the Shifa Hospital. The announcement comes days after the soldier's death was confirmed. Corporal Masiano was one of about 240 hostages taken by Hamas gunmen during the October 7 uh, war, which killed 1,200 people. His body has been taken back to Israel where tests were carried out that confirmed her identity. On Thursday, Israel revealed that the body of another hostage, Yehudit Riz, was found in a structure next to the Al-Shifa hospital. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este... Comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC. 